And so today, I thank you that you have prepared every heart, you have prepared every mind. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would speak as we are <clears throat> looking at what we're talking about today, that you would speak powerfully. We want to hear from you because your voice we know is true. And so I plead the blood of Jesus over this building right now. I declare this to be holy ground. And Father, by faith, I say thank you for what you are going to do in the powerful name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. I don't do this very often, but today um, I have just really strongly felt led to, to do this. This past week, uh, someone sent us a clip from a U.S. doctor. You'll know her name right away as soon as I tell you. And she has been part of the vaccination, part of the COVID-19, part of uh, that whole group that's been working in the U.S. And she felt led to come out and speak about some of the things that are going on so that we could be prepared. I want to just say this at the very beginning. I'm, I want to show this to you, not for you to believe everything because of the fact that I'm showing it. I'm not even asking you to agree with my conviction. I'll share some of that with you after. What I want to do is I want you to be informed and I want you to begin to search. I want you to look. I want you to discern because in some of these areas, every one of us are going to have to choose for ourselves based on what the Holy Spirit is leading us to do. I got to tell you one thing. A number of years ago, um, Jane and the kids, when we were in the city, uh, they were driving in a vehicle. They stopped. They were turning. And she had her head turned. She was looking like this. And all of a sudden, somebody rear-ended her. And she was jarred. And the kids were jarred and the whole deal. Now, we as Christians, we, our first thought was, wow, we're going to sue the guy and go to Disneyland. That wasn't our thought. In fact, as Christians, we often go, you know what, we'll just pray, we'll be okay. You know, that's what Canadians do, right? The injury continued to last, and my dad, who had had an accident before, he came to us and he said, call, he goes, I, I, all I would encourage you to do is I would encourage you to go and talk to an accident lawyer. That was so out of our radar. He goes, you don't need to do anything, he says, but what I want you to do is to be informed. The insurance companies deal with this all the time, but he says, I would just like you to have the information so that you can choose based on the information. Jane and I talked about that. We decided to do that, sat down. We learned some things we never knew. And praise God, we went. They guided us, kind of led us. Um, God used that. But I'll tell you what it did to me. It let me move past the mentality that, no, it's okay. No, I don't want to create waves. No, I don't want to do anything to go. I want to be informed. And after I'm informed, I can choose to do with that information what I'm going to choose to do. But if I am ignorant, I can't even choose. I want to tell you a little what you know. Right now, Alberta has ordered 2 million flu vaccines. And the agenda is to push the flu vaccination in a way that the government in Alberta and Canada has never pushed it before. You're going to hear the agenda. The doctor's name is... Christian Northrup. Some of you have read her book called The Wisdom of Menopause. Unlikely most of you men read that. But if you have a woman in your life, I would encourage you to read that. You are familiar with a woman who wrote the book What Men Think, right? She wrote the book and she wrapped it in plastic. She put it on the shelf. Women looked at that and went, oh, I, I want to know what my man thinks. She sold millions of copies. The women bought the book home. 
They opened up the plastic, they opened it up, and all the pages were blank. What men think? She made millions. Off topic. This morning, this is a 32-minute clip. When I watched it, the Holy Spirit just impressed upon me that I needed to show it to you. We're going to have a little discussion about it after. But again, what I'm asking you to do is to listen to this with an open heart and allow the Holy Spirit to discern what you're hearing. I encourage you, if you have a notepad, I encourage you to write a few things down. There are going to be a few things on there that will be absolutely shocking to you. But I would like you to know it. I want you to hear it. I want to just share with you just one verse in Scripture in the book of John where Jesus said when the Holy Spirit comes, he is going to tell you about things that are going to come. He's going to let you know about what's coming. I believe the Holy Spirit does not want us to be ignorant when things start coming down the pike. He wants us believers to go, I knew that was going to happen. As compared to going, what's going on here? And being caught off guard. I would like you to watch this. And after we are done, I will come back, share a few things, and then we'll close. Just one thing quick. I want you to hear the information. She, I believe, is a, what she would consider to be a spiritual person. I'm not sure if she's Christian. She uses some terminology that's a little different than ours. Don't let that throw you. I want you to hear the facts. Don't get lost in some of her own personal stuff. Let's watch. Let me just give you a couple things and then just want to open up for a few comments or questions. Uh, first of all, don't miss the fact that at the very beginning she said, and, and this is not just her, but it's coming out where this vaccination has the intention of turning us into chimers. Did you hear that? Chimers. C-H-I-M-E-R-S. They were combined together with non-human DNA. Okay, the introduction. Also her statement, she said individuals who have had the flu shot are 4.4 times more likely to get COVID. Did you hear that? Those who've had the flu shot, 4.4 times more likely. That has been spoken out through this entire thing that people, in fact, the head of the U.S. military, the doctor, the U.S. head doctor military made the statement and said that it is unlikely that anybody who has not had a flu shot will get COVID. He said they will never track it. They will never tell you. But he says, if you have not had the flu shot, you will likely not get COVID. They've been saying that for months, but you haven't heard that on the media. She is saying four times more likely. She also made the statement she said back in April, the American Medical Association downgraded COVID to be on the same level as the normal flu. Do you hear that on the news when you are listening? Five G. Anybody pick that up? I just gotta say this. <clears throat> David and Joel are here today, so just correct me if I say anything wrong. Last Saturday at men's breakfast. We had a time of sharing, and David and Joel, who drove from um, out west, they were driving this way, 
said that as they were driving, they looked in the sky and they saw what looked like to be about 60, 70, 80 stars that were totally in a row, screaming through the black, and they just followed it. They stopped in their vehicle and followed it as it went down past their view site and horizon. They shared that. Men, you remember that. Joel talked to him this week, said he did some research on that, found out that Elon Musk, anybody know the name? Mr. Tesla. Elon Musk is part of the group now that is releasing groups of satellites, 60, 70, 80 at a time, to circle the globe, totally being released. Yep, there'll be 3,000 totally being, but they're being released, released in groups. What they saw was a group of 80 satellites tracking and following one another that are circling 80 of 3,000 in order to connect with 5G, in order to connect with the COVID vaccine in people. So when she talks about the nanobytes inside connecting all of our information to the cloud, being picked up by the satellites with 5G, it's happening. They saw it on Saturday morning. I found that fascinating. Her statement, you take the 5G or you take the 5G vaccination. We should say that, eh? You take the COVID vaccination. She asked the question, is there any way to detox? Once you have it in there, is there any way? She said, in our three-dimensional world, there is no way. Once you have, once you have those in you, there is no way. But she did say there is another way. What did she say? Only God's love can detox you. I found that fascinating. So here, what I want you to be aware of, her statement was this. She said, if we know it, why even take it and then have to get God to detox you later? But I want you to hear this. Will there be a pile of Christians who have the veil still, who take the vaccination, then they find out the effect it has in their body or their children's brain or their organs and go, how do I get this out of me? Let me tell you, we as believers who know the truth will have good news for them. Nothing three-dimensional will take it out, but God, Psalm 91, has the ability to suck those nanobytes out of your body and set you free again. But here's the best thing. If we know it, we don't need God to detox us if we haven't taken it. Just throw that out there. Really quickly, her statement, vaccinations. She said, I got major issues of vaccinations already. She goes, it's what's in them. 15 times the amount of aluminum inside a vaccination for adults and children than FDA says is acceptable. Vaccinations, we've heard before, by the year 2030, they're saying over half of the children will have psychological and mental issues because of the vaccinations they've taken. Is there an agenda? Come on. One last thing. She didn't talk about it, but a number of you have brought it up. The uh, re-education centers. Understand Wainwright is building. Understand NISCU is building. Those are two around us. Contracts are going out from the Canadian government all across Canada in order to build the re-education centers for some who may choose not to take the vaccination. I'm taking a bunch of books with me. 
Any comments, any questions? That's a great question. What she's talking about is the agenda is for the entire globe to be vaccinated, and the vaccination that the entire globe will have connects with the 5G for that information. So do all of the companies, are they putting together? I don't know. The patent that Bill and Melinda Gates talked about have that 5G. Listen to the interview by Elon Musk. Elon Musk will tell you about what's in there that is changing our DNA and connecting us to technology. Elon Musk has been a part of this with Bill Gates for a long time. Oh, yes. In fact, in fact, when you talk about this with these guys, the one percenters, I love her statement where the blacks, okay? And just let me say this really clearly, Planned Parenthood. We know Planned Parenthood began with a woman who said what we need to do is eliminate the black population by aborting black children. That's how Planned Parenthood began. Now they're saying if you're black, you're more susceptible to COVID, and so now they need to in vaccinate all of the black people. But I love her statement where they're going, the blacks are standing up and go, you take it first, we'll watch you for a year, and then after that we'll decide. It's really true. It is seldom the person who pushes heroin is the same one who takes it. Let's get that straight. Any other comments or questions? Judy? You've got to use your outside voice, Judy. I know you are. So in this course that I'm taking um, right now, it's on stats and methodology and research. And part of it included a piece on ethics and how when you're doing research studies and what the ethics are behind that and how you treat your subjects or your people that you're coming that are volunteering to take whatever. She, in passing, when she was talking about the black people, talked about the Tuskegee, um, Tuskegee experiment. And what that was was that there was a group of black men in the 30s that had syphilis or they were researching to see how they could stop syphilis. What they did was that all they told these people was that they were getting um, things to help them because they had bad blood. That study was supposed to last for six months. It went 40 years. They did not treat them. The whole community, the women, children, everybody developed syphilis, and many, many people died. There was a class action shoot that happened many years later for some, and they gave them only $10 million to any of the remainder people that were alive. It was horrific what they did. So when she's talking about black people knowing, that was only in the 70s where that stopped. So that's not that long ago. So there are still people that are here today that are knowing exactly what that was all about. And I'm excited to hear that they're standing up against it and they're making that claim about, no, you go first because we have that history. We are not going to be doing that again. That comment that she made about enslaving everybody, this whole thing has all been about conditioning people, all been about how do you get people's mindsets to change? How do you get them to say yes to something that they'd never in their lifetime say yes to? Whether they, and, and, and I don't mean this to sound crass, but people that are educated, uh, so I'm talking about people that are superintendents of school divisions, people that are in politics, all those kinds of things. They don't understand, they don't see that big picture because lots of them don't have the right information or they've only been given pieces of it that make it look like it's good stuff. It's not that they're not smart people and it's not that you and I aren't smart people, it's, it's about how they're presenting it to people. And it, she's right, you need to do your own digging, you need to do your own looking up stuff. Yeah. Well, let's, let's make the, the statement really clearly. 
she makes a statement and she says she loves all her colleagues, but when she sees one of her colleague doctors wearing the mask, she goes, what are you wearing that mask for? And she goes, because they believe it. Okay? The reality is, and we know, that there are those who are veiled and they've swallowed the Kool-Aid. There seem to be some who have the veil off and going, there's more to this than they're saying. I believe that's the Spirit of God who pulls veils. The truth is, all of us are surrounded by people who've swallowed the Kool-Aid. They're in our families. They're in a work environment. Her statement was great. She goes, I'm not judging them for wearing the mask. She goes, I just love them. And when the window opens, speak some truth to them and give the Holy Spirit something to work with. Let me just say one other thing. There are three people right now, three groups of people that they're saying are the most vulnerable that need to be totally vaccinated. Three groups. The blacks are one. Who are the other two? The elderly and the babies. The elderly and the babies. Three groups. That's where it begins. Harold. Say it again. Are all vaccines bad? Uh, it would be really good if you haven't had the chance to watch the, um, the program called The Truth About Vaccine. The reality is the vaccines of today were very different from the vaccines from years ago. Um, we found out, Dana, you probably can speak to this if someone wants to. Dana found out that when you go to get a vaccination for your child, you can actually ask for a vaccination that does not have all the aluminum and all the crap in it. The reason why they put that in there is so that it can be shelf life. Where do you think those vaccines were made? How long do you think they've been there? How long are they going to be in the shelf before you get it? The stuff inside of it allows them to have shelf life. Let me, and cheaper to make. So let me ask you this. When you have milk that stays on the shelf on your kitchen counter for two weeks without going bad, do you think that's the milk or do you think what's in it? Okay? That's the same with the vaccine. Dana found you can go, you can ask for the vaccine without that stuff in it. The vaccination without a pile of that crap doesn't have the issue. What they're talking about with COVID vaccine the COVID vaccine with the nanobites, she's going, this is unlike any other vaccine that's been out there. It's a whole separate category because it doesn't have to do with medical health. It has to do with surveillance. Again, Dr. Batar, number one U.S. military doctor, made the statement. He said, everything that's being spoken about in this is contrary. He goes, pandemic, you don't wear a mask. You don't stay inside. You don't do what they're telling you. You need to go and do exactly the opposite. He goes, this is not medical. He goes, there's a reason why the six-foot distancing. He goes, 5G needs five feet radius, five feet diameter around a person to get facial and voice recognition. Top U.S. military doctor said, this is surveillance. It is not medical. So are all vaccines bad? No. Is all the crap in the vaccines bad? Likely. Is COVID vaccine 19, COVID-19 bad? It's its own separate category of, I believe, antichrist vaccination purpose. Ken. She mentioned crimes against humanity. If, and the enemy likes to use the finer points of legalities. We know that. We know that in our lives. Legalities in this, he'll take the finer point of that, and if it changes our DNA, then he can fight the point that we are actually still human. The big thing that's holding back a lot of things today in, in the world with COVID-19 is human rights. So if you're no longer human, you don't have human rights. Nanotechnology. They talk about nanotechnology as a small thing. 
and each bit is. But you have to realize that nanotechnology will be everywhere in your body, including your mind. Wherever your blood flows, that's where nanotechnology will be. I recently caught a blurb when we were discussing about flu. Flu, the influenza uh, definition is being changed. It's being redefined. It is now considered, in many parts, as being a single entity, a single virus, a single germ, as you would say. Influenza is not a single germ. Influenza is a cocktail of thousands that come together, and they take a shot in the dark as to what will happen each year and put that in the vaccine. The thing I looked at, what the Lord has put on my heart to fight with and discuss with is we need to encourage our governments to take away the indemnity with vaccines. Because if you want to hit the ones who are making it with the, with the task of taking the risk with their production and their research and development, you better take away the indemnity because they have free reign now. There's no legalities that can hit them. These points need to be taken seriously and understood so that we can fight the battle better. When she made the comment, Dr. Northrup made the comment about crimes against humanity, what was she actually referring to? What was in context? Vaccinating children whose immunity system has not even developed, whose brains had not developed. Sticking vaccines before they should be and affecting them. Okay? That information has been out there forever. When they're talking about vaccination and then children being affected by it, how many kids have ADD today? How many kids have autism today? How many kids have whatever? As a result of, they track it. They know it. This is not new. Oh, that's a whole nother world. It's true. Talking about the vaccines having uh, affected the LGBTQ community. It's really true. Say that real fast. LGBTQ. No, don't bother. Okay. A couple more comments and we're going to close. Dean? just have already refused to get their children vaccinated. Are they pushing this whole, uh, you know, we're really trying to crack down on the uh, children smuggling and stuff as uh, an alternative to, like, just get parents to say, well, we won't get them vaccinated, but if you got some kind of tracking device we could maybe put in our kids so that if some sicko grabs them, we'll know where to get them back, then that's another option to load up another whole... Yeah, so Dean is talking about, and the, the whole issue, the anti-vaxxers, there's a whole group out there, I mean, and it's growing continually. Uh, he's also talking about the concern of trafficking. Um, they have been sticking chips in children for a long time so that if children get snatched, that they are able to find them and track them. So they've done that in pets, they do that in prisoners, they're doing that in children now. Um, there's been a lot of things that are just moving us forward. There is a lot of people out there with chips that can locate them at any time. Oh, yes. Yep. That's right. Those chips can be shut off. The nanobites. Yeah, it's really true. It's really true. Every person. Ron. Hang on a second, Ron. I got to stop here. Every person Ron has argued with. Can you just see that? Okay. There's not that many, but everyone that I have argued with, they, they don't change their mind and I don't change my mind. So... How do you solve that problem? Yeah. So let me, just, let me just say, and I think Dr. Northrup would speak to this as well, our job is not to change people's minds. Our job is to love them. When we have opportunity, our job is to speak the truth. Now, 
Jane and I were talking about this the other day. It seems like the liberal agenda has no problem speaking what they say, speaking what they want, right? Why are liberals so bold to just go out there and say what they want? And yet when you and I, as evangelical conservative people speak, it's like, well, you can't say that, you such a bigot. No, the truth is we need to have the same floor speaking the truth in love and let the Holy Spirit take that. The reality is, guys, we know this. If this is spiritual, and we know it is, if the demonic has blinded and veiled the eyes of those, you and I will not be able to pull that veil back. It is only going to be truth spoken in love if the Spirit takes it. There will be people who choose, choose to believe the lie all the way to the fire. You and I can't stop that. All we can do is love them. All we can do is share when the window opens. The Apostle Paul said this, don't get into senseless arguments. Don't. Sometimes it's fun, but don't. If we're being led by the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God will give us words in the right time. There's times the Spirit will say, say nothing. It's not going to, don't, don't, don't cast your pearls before that group of swine. Don't do it. There was one other, somebody else had their hand. Amy? Yes. Yeah, we, we decided today not to, um, to broadcast that, put it on, on air. Everything else is being uh, filmed. But if you want access to that video, uh, we will get that to Kate. And uh, then Kate, you can just phone the office tomorrow and get it from Kate, and you can, um, you can watch it yourself. Watch it all the way through and then find some of her other stuff. Oh, yes. Yes, then you go onto YouTube, look at the link from today, and, uh, and it'll be on there, and you can, just, you can just flip over to it. Yeah, that's, that's thanks. Oh, yes, she, she, is, she is one. When we watched it, I so appreciated the clarity and the conviction with which she shared, but she is one of a number who have been speaking and trumpeting this out. This is not, but you won't find it on mainstream media. That I will say. All right, Harold, you had one more? What vaccine did Trump get? I, I would phone him, I'm not totally sure. I would give him a call. In fact, I don't know that he got a vaccine. What's that? Yeah, he took medicine. He didn't get a vaccine. And he did talk about the medicine he did take. Say it again. That's what he said. He said before the end of the year, he said there will be vaccines available. And again, the distinction we need to make is the distinction between the COVID-19 vaccine and any other vaccine. And just a simple question, if all we do is ask the vaccination, say, does this have, does this have uh, nanobites in it? Okay, hold it, hold a second, hold a second. I've told you before, when I walk into places and they're asking me to squirt my hands, what's my question? Is this carcinogenic? If they can't answer it, I'm not using it. I have stood there for a while while some of them went, you know, I have no idea. Let me go check. They go and check, and they probably ask someone else who doesn't know and just say, well, say no. And they come back again. They say, no, it doesn't. I go, you know what? I'm not convinced. I'm not taking it. I got my own. But for a lot of them, it's the first time that they're hearing it. So for a lot of them, when we go and say, does this have nano? They're going to go, what are you talking about? Well, if you don't know, I'm not taking it. 
and just pack up a box of books to take to the re-education center. Ken. If there, yes, you're talking about having fetal cells in there, but let's not open that can of worms because a pile of the cosmetic women are taking today have fetal cells in them. We are talking about vaccine. So finding out and just saying, are there any non-human DNA in this vaccination? That would be the easiest way to say it. Is there any non-human DNA in this vaccine? And if they say yes, we say no. Randy. That's right. Yeah, just make that really clear. Every, any medical company that's making the vaccination is not liable for what that vaccination will do to you. That's already covered. Yeah. Okay, can I just say one thing before we end? Uh, in this world system, you and I, our convictions are not popular. Are you hearing me? Not popular. I remember the Lord said to me, Call, there's two ways that people can be offended at you. One is if your approach is not loving and they're offended by the way you approach it. The second will be what you believe might be an offense to them, but your approach won't be. I had to learn that. My approach in my early years as a Christian was quite offensive. I turned a lot of people off. In my zealousness, what I had to learn is I had to learn to make my approach non-offensive, but to let the truth of what I said be the offense. Can I encourage us to do exactly the same? Don't offend people in your approach. What you and I believe will offend them. What you and I believe about Christ will offend them. What we believe in these convictions may offend them. That's totally okay. But don't let your approach offend them. Does that make sense? Speaking the truth in and let the Holy Spirit do his work. Would you stand with me and receive the blessing and benediction of the Lord? <clears throat> in this day that we are in, October 25, 2020, as a child of God, I declare the Lord has blessed you and he's keeping you. The Lord has caused his face to shine on you and to be gracious to you. The Lord has lifted up his countenance upon you and has filled you with his peace in these days. I declare that in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And everybody receiving said, Amen.